the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. What is fair and what is not? I bet if you think about it this morning, you can come up with some examples in your own lives about what is fair and what is unfair. We live in a country that prides itself on fairness, don't we? We learn how to recognize when things are not fair. From our earliest age, we learn that favorite saying any parent loves to hear, it's not fair. Of course, fairness is most often appreciated by the one who comes out on top of the situation that's at hand. If your favorite football team is winning and they win the game on a questionable play, I bet you won't have any real problems with fairness. But if your team loses and they lose the game because of that questionable play, we immediately cry foul and say that it was not fair. There have been great examples in our history about people who recognized when things were not fair and they worked to change them. Martin Luther King Jr. and Ruth Bader Ginsburg come to mind this morning. For those who are on the losing side of our society, our nation may actually not seem to be a very fair place at all. But how does fairness work when we talk about God? Does God play fair? That's precisely what two of our readings this morning address. Two very different readings, but both with the same outcome. First, we have the book of Jonah. We know who he is, right? He's the guy who's swallowed up by the whale. But the story of Jonah goes so much deeper than just a guy being eaten by a fish. You see, when Jonah found himself in the belly of that fish, he was actually on his way to the city of Nineveh. And Jonah was convinced that God should destroy Nineveh because of what they were doing and how they were living their lives. God sent Jonah to prophesy to the Ninevites that they should repent and change their ways or else God would follow through and destroy their city. Well, lo and behold, they actually did repent. And they changed their lives. And God changed God's mind and spared the city. That made Jonah pretty angry because that was not his plan. He didn't really like the Ninevites. He kind of wanted them to go away anyway. But God kept God's promise. And Jonah left in a huff, as we heard this morning. Was that fair? The second story this morning, taken from St. Matthew's Gospel, isn't really one of our favorite parables, is it? The parable of the laborers in the vineyard is not one that we sing about or act out in vacation Bible school. It's not as heartwarming as the parable of the Good Shepherd or the Good Samaritan. There are no lovable characters that we can easily relate to. And something about it this doesn't seem very fair to us. You see, the kingdom of God, Jesus says, is like a vineyard owner who goes out and hires some day laborers one morning. And for whatever reason, he needed more help. So 
So he goes back to the temp agency around noon and hires some more workers. And they're grateful for the work. They're happy to be there. In the evening, he goes out and hires even more workers. They're thrilled because now they can have food for their family when they go home. But at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, after all the work's been done, he brings everyone together, tells them all, well done for their labors, and he pays every single person exactly the same amount of money. Is that fair? The people who were working all day long certainly didn't think so. Why should someone who only worked an hour or two get paid the same amount as they did? They work the whole day long in the scorching heat. It's not fair. It's not fair, according to us. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that God's sense of what is fair and what is not fair is not the same as our sense of what is fair and what is not fair. And thanks be to God, that is what the kingdom of heaven is like. If the kingdom of heaven was put together and organized by maybe us sitting here, we would say something like, well, the better you are in life, the better your golden palace will be, or the better seat you'll have in the throne room before God. But that's not how God works. God says, even you, even me, who has never been called a saint, who makes mistakes over and over again throughout our lives, even you are welcome, just like everyone else in God's kingdom. Your reward is exactly the same. That could be a hard thing for us to understand and to accept sometimes. I worked harder at being good than they did. Surely that must count for something. Yeah, it does. You work to bring a little bit more of God's kingdom here on earth. And that's good, but that's not the end. In our colic this morning, we asked that God would not make us anxious about earthly things, but that we would love things heavenly. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those things that shall endure. Our things, our stuff, our money, our pride, those will not endure. All that we are and all that we do here, even as important as we like to think it is, as important as we like to think we are, to God, we're all the same. Otherwise, it would be like saying one of your children is your favorite child and gets all of your love at the expense of the other. We're all sons and daughters of God, brothers and sisters in Christ. The fairness that God shows us is the fairness that led that loving father to welcome his no-good prodigal son home with a warm embrace and an extravagant feast. The fairness that God shows us is the fairness that led that shepherd to leave the 99 and go searching for that one absent-minded lost sheep. The fairness that God shows us is the fairness that ensures us that God is walking our paths of our lives alongside us all the way, 
through the good and through the bad, because we are all holy and perfect in God's sight. It's not fair. Thanks be to God.